Hey, you. Yes, you. You're listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors. And today I'm joined by Andy Larategi. Hello. I got it. I got it. You got it. Awesome. 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 And he is the CEO, entrepreneur, big man on campus for Hardpoint Media. His company is unique. What he does for businesses is unique. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to learn about what he thinks success is. So let me jump right into it, man. And how you doing? First of all, how are you? Great. Today? today is a beautiful day. Monday morning, you know, get to your goals. Let's get after it. And uh, it's a beautiful day here in Florida. So I can't complain. All right. Florida. Yeah, that's one of the beautiful states. Good weather all year round, right? For, for the most part, for the most part. When there's hurricanes, it's not so fun. Uh, not so much. But yet. besides the hurricanes, overall, yeah, it's pretty much beautiful year round, hot, tropical, you name it. It's pretty much a, a yeah. vacation destination. But uh, yeah. overall, yeah, I can't complain. Been here for about 19 years and it's beautiful. I love it. Wow. Be here for the rest of my life. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I keep saying I'm in the wrong state, but I'm too lazy to leave New Jersey. Bah. One day, one day. So one anyway, day. tell us a little bit about your business, Hardpoint Media. Tell us uh, a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So we help customers go viral through organic marketing. And what organic marketing is to us is essentially creating very uh, unique pieces of content that are short form pieces of content. So anything between 15 to 45 seconds in length. And that essentially allows us to go um, viral on the algorithm. And when I say viral, it could be like a piece of nugget. It could be, be a piece of wisdom. It could be a piece of... Uh, entertainment, et cetera. And essentially um, that allows us to scale our users up because when you go viral, you start getting to the actual audience that you're looking for or into individual audiences that are looking for similar things that you're trying to accomplish. Um, and so I say, uh, once you go viral, it's just a matter of being persistent and consistent because essentially you'll be able to scale through going viral and through the actual channels that you're in. I like it. I like it. And I see you have the luxury of working from home. We I have the little man already. Right now. I do. I do. Cool. I have a two hey. and a half year old, but it is what it is. And, and, and we're here. You know what's cool about it? Like one of the things, honestly, that I love about being an entrepreneur, you get to decide I'm going to work from home. And if you don't mind me disclosing, we were chatting before we started and you said, hey, you know, after I do this, then we're going to go out to get something to eat. That is the ultimate. And, and this is me. This, that's the ultimate in what success means in business. I can do something like that. Now, if you were an employee, you might not be able to do what you want to do. So 100%. I love the fact that you, that you had that that uh, that opportunity. And to me, that's really what success is. But I don't want to digress too much. Sometimes I do. Um, tell us what role you play in your business. So what I play in my role is essentially, can I get five minutes real fast? I'm so sorry. All right. Hold on one sec. Yeah, we got you, buddy. Yeah. So the role that I play here at Hardpoint Media is essentially, I help pretty much craft all the ideas. I'm the producer, uh, the shooter, the editor. I kind of play a jack of all trades in a sense, and I fill in gaps when I need to. Uh, but for the most part, I pretty much handle a lot of the onboarding, a lot of the clients, the outreaching bringing new customers into the actual program that we have and essentially being that 
you know, person that you need to be in contact with to make sure that you're actually getting what you need done and, and essentially also managing the team behind um, the, the back end so that things are getting properly executed as well. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I know when we were chatting earlier, you mentioned that you have a partner. And uh, so what role does he play? I'm just curious because so, I love to talk about the dynamics there. Yeah, yeah, totally. So my business partner is really more focused on, um, I would say, the shooting. He's really more primarily the shooter as well as giving uh, feedback to our editors as far as what should be posted in the videos, what actually should be cut, what needs to be put in, motion graphics, et cetera. He's sort of more of like the creative director in a sense. Uh, I play more of the uh, getting clients, bringing them on board, uh, actually being like the back end of the sales system. Uh, but essentially, I'm also able to do the, the, the tasks that he has as well. It's just um, we pretty much like to really focus on the areas that we're more efficient and experts in so that we're able yes. to actually continue momentum. Uh, everything is running efficiently, smoothly, and there's no bottlenecks or hiccups. Um, but the beauty about what we do is, like I said, if he were to step out or if he had to be on vacation, I still understand his actual processes and procedures. And one of the biggest things that we were able to, the only way we were actually able to get there is uh, realistically by implementing SOPs. And I've realized- SOPs? SOPs yeah, like, so standard operating procedures, I'm sure Beautiful, you're aware of them. Um, and, and essentially without having an SOP or, or a, a procedure, operating procedure, it's very difficult to actually scale. Um, and I say that because uh, if I were to bring on editors, if I were to bring on new social media gurus, if I was to bring on another shooter, we have a very specific way and system of how we do things. And, and so in order for us to fulfill that on the back end, there needs to be done, there needs to be things done specifically in order so that the whole process of our team can continually uh, be moving. So it's almost like a conveyor belt. Everything is constantly in flow and there's no hiccups or no roadblocks. Okay, beautiful. I'm going to pause if you don't mind for a second, because this is um, these are the nuggets that I like. When I say pause, I mean, listeners, just focus for a second on what this man just told us. First of all, I'm not Shark Tank, so I can't afford the high tech graphics. But whenever someone drops a gem like SOP that no one knows on Shark Tank, they put the words out and tell you what it means. That's why I repeated it again. So standard operating procedure. That's what you said. So if you're listening, we're talking about how to be successful in business. This man just gave us a little gem. You want to write down how you operate as a business. I call it when I work with my clients, we create playbooks, you know, yeah. football, they have the playbooks, right? Yeah. So I, I have all of my clients. That's one of our primary tasks. Make a playbook for your company. And you said that the standard operating procedure, your SOP allows you to be scalable, right? right. And so my title is business profitability and growth advisor that's scalable and that playbook sometimes people say well this is dumb i mean like i know what i know yeah. but you said it perfectly and i'm glad that we dug jumped into that a little bit when you have a partner which is something a lot of people ask me about yo should i get a partner should i get a partner if you guys are doing the ex exact same thing then you don't need a partner you probably just need an employee but when you complement each other now you're able to grow exponentially if you wish so you sound like you've got this all mapped out and you understand what it takes to be successful in business and i can't wait till we dig a little deeper but i don't want to get lost because i wanted to make sure that we find you right you've got this idea and what you even told me about we had it before you make like 50, you have like a guarantee of 55 pieces yeah so a month. yeah 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 so to to dive back into that a little bit. And that's really within like short format content creation. Nine times out of 10, mm -hmm. most, most individuals that are on social media don't really post maybe more than 40 pieces a year. 
Uh, people are very specific and very like nitty picky when it comes to the things that they post on their socials, right? And so it makes it difficult as like a business owner, for instance, if you're a business coach, if you're very like specific in what you want to create or specific in what you're trying to say, your message, et cetera. Yes, I am. It's more difficult <laughs> for you to scale because you don't really necessarily know what's resonating with your audience. Now, right, when we create sense. 55 pieces of content, we do it in a way where nine times out of 10, you know, we're dealing with business owners that don't have the, the time or the energy to be dealing with social media because they need to be running their business. And so the mm -hmm. way we look at it is, is like, hey, if we're able to get you to come here for four days, we could record, you know, let's say eight hour days, four days straight, we could get roughly 55 pieces of content for you so that you can then go work on your business the other 26, 27 days out of the month instead of being in it. Right. And then we hypothetically would manage all that for you. This is our high ticket offer. Uh, some of our clients don't really necessarily need this. Some of our clients do specifically the ones that don't want to be dealing with social media and they just want to be working on the actual back end of their business or actually figuring out how to actually increase their revenues, et cetera. But those individuals, they typically tailored, uh, they tailor more to our done for you service. So everything is fully automated. We have a social media manager that does all your actual deployment, content creation, calendars, uh, you name it, producer ideas. He helps you come up with things that could be appealing in your market, you know, that are actually interesting. And then you also have a 24 seven designated area or designated editor in your system so that Very you cool. can um, constantly be pumping out content. So someone's always working on your content uh, day in, day out. Um, and then as well as have a shooter slash assistant editor to help with the 55, but essentially um by the end of the month, that would get you to about 55 pieces of short format content. If that's either nuggets of wisdom, education, entertainment, inspirational, motivational, uh, pooling from actual podcast episodes, um, you know, that essentially gets us to 55. But we realized that 55, it only takes, so for instance, we had a client and it took us about 244 posts to get him to finally go viral or to finally him pop off on the algorithm, right? And so knowing that number, at 55, it would hypothetically only take you about 120 days before your account were to actually jump. If not sooner, it just really depends on your market, your niche, and what's actually being resonated with your audience. Cool, cool, man. So you've got this really, really worked out. So I'm interested now. I want to find you. I want to work with you. How do I find you? How do I find your company? Yeah, so we pretty much uh, do a lot of social media posting. So we're constantly posting reels. We're always educating. We're always on the internet. We're on all the social platforms, Clubhouse, Facebook. IG, TikTok, YouTube shorts, you name it. Um, we're always constantly putting out content there. So if you don't find us organically, you could always find us at hardpointmedia.com. Um, and okay. then essentially look at our VSL, which is a visual sales letter. If you guys don't know what that is, um, it tells you a little bit about what we do, our process and how we actually do it. And then from there, you know, you have the ability to book a call with us. Um, and okay. if you book a call, that is sort of our whole um, onboarding process. Essentially, you know, we get to actually... It's, it's more of a conversation for, for us to get to know who you are, what you're looking to do, what you're currently doing, and how we could actually help you achieve your goals. And if everything Understood. lines up, you know, we say, hey, great. When do you want to start? And we proceed forward. And if it doesn't, then we say, hey, we don't think you're a good fit for us and it's okay. But if, if you'd like down the road, maybe, you know, come, come back to us or come, come talk to us another time when you think you're in a better financially position, whatever it might be, to actually, you know, be able to get you to scale or get you to where you want to be. Nice, nice. And that's sort of our so now, whole process. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So just so I'm clear, Hardpoint Media, can you spell that for me? Yeah. For your so it's website. Be, 
Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be www.hardpointmedia.com. Okay. So now if you're listening in and you heard him and said, I don't know what name he done spent, spelt it out for us. We, we now know <laughs> if we don't find you organically, how to find you. Now I'm going to yeah. ask you a couple of questions. How long have you um, been in business? So we've been in business for the last year and a half. I've been in the creative space for about seven years now. Um, mm-hmm. And, and in the last seven years, I pretty much everywhere I've gone or every company that I've gone to, I've taken the things that I actually really enjoy that I really like that they do. And I've added it to my, in a sense, my own formula or my own algorithm. And that's essentially how we got to where we are today is by taking pieces and bits of everybody as you're on this journey of growth and, and, uh, you know, just your journey of in in general as an entrepreneur, et cetera. And that's essentially what allowed me to get to where I am today and and create my algorithm that I have found to be somewhat successful for the majority of my clients. Awesome. So now here's my next question. You, you, you worked a lot of different places. How did you decide to take the leap to being a business owner. You could have just been an amazing employee, made nice money, probably steady yeah. paycheck to it. Why business ownership? So uh, entrepreneurship is in my blood. Uh, my parents are entrepreneurs. My grandfather's an entrepreneur. Um, and it's just something that just drives me, gives me like a call, an awakening, a purpose, something to give me life. It's not, for me, it's not about uh, creating like, you know, creating an abundance of money or wealth, et cetera. Um, I know what I do, it will eventually come to me because essentially what we are doing is, is something that is very unique and different in today's uh, social media. And, it, and it's actually just started to really pick up. So I know everything that I want will come, but essentially for me, really entrepreneurship is just being able to, like you said, you know, enjoy time with my son when I want to, um, being able to take new risks, new opportunities, um, and really just diving in and, and, and feeling like a purpose, you know, like, uh, for me, I've done the nine to five and it's cool. It's not bad, but it's like, right. You're confining. And if you know, you have the ability to like do more then why not? And like, I would th- like, this is a funny thing. And I don't know if, I don't know if other people do this, but I'm just going to say this, but like, I would, there would be days where it's like, I would be in a job and I'll be like, just for like fun and giggles, you know, I'll go apply for a- another job, you know, mm-hmm. for fun and giggles to see if I would even get hired. But right. Every time I applied, I would always apply for a job that's higher paying than what I get to see if I qualify for it, just to see if they would even understood. Me, right. And so like the last one I applied for was for um, Ferrari, West Palm Beach. We're talking a big corporation, multimillion dollar corporation. Mm. Uh, and my my resume or my experience, my portfolio, whatever you would like to say, uh, reached their top 10. So I actually got called by the GM to come in for an interview, et cetera. And that sort of to me is like, you know what, if they believe in, if they can see something that I can't see, then I need to believe in myself and dig deeper because there's obviously an opportunity for me to do more. And I'm going to cap myself on a salary for what reason? Wow. I love it. I love it. You said entrepreneurship is in your blood. And I kind of believe that for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially when they, when our parents 
second generation. I'm, I think I'm, I'm second generation entrepreneur. My father had his own business in New York City and uh, he did pretty well. He took care of all of us. And, and I used to marvel at the fact that he didn't have that nine to five. Now, there was sometimes he was out to one o'clock in the morning trying to collect his pay, but it was it was you can just see a freedom in it. And so I love that. And so you it sounds like and tell me if I'm wrong. You compared what you could do in the secular world and said, I can do that. And even more as an entrepreneur. Did I get that right? hundred percent. Yeah. And and it's sort of like, awesome. just like, that's like that reassurance to like believing yourself, you know, like, Hey, I was just got- about to ask you that question. That's exactly what I was about to ask you. What, you know, and, you, and I just cut you off. I'm sorry, but like you see the confidence oozing belief in yourself makes you take the leap because it is a leap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What in a really, leap of faith to us, a leap of belief. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Yeah. hundred percent. And And like the biggest thing for me is like, I think the reason why a lot of people, second guess himself is because a lot of it has to do with mindset you know if you're not you don't have a clear mindset if you don't have clarity in what you're trying to do it's very difficult to actually pursue the things that you want to do because you essentially don't know how to get there right and it always goes back to like find the who that knows the how and most people don't want to invest in find the who that knows the how which refers to a mentor but a mentor will essentially help you skip that journey and get you to where you want to be in a time that that essentially could be you know some people, it takes a year. Some people, it takes two years. Some people, it takes five years. Some people, it takes 10 years. Some people, it takes their whole life to get to where they want to be. But essentially, if you just invest in yourself and get that mentor, that person is going to take you to where you want to be in a very shorter period of time. The thing is, you have to actually implement and listen to what they say. Most people, you know, most people won't listen to their mentor or somebody Andy, because Andy, they have Andy. some type of like attitude, whatever it might be, et cetera. And that's really like the cause of why you're not going to the next level. Andy, and I don't know if you should be a coach or she's or the media guy. That's uh, you're dropping gems. I love that, and I love that statement. I've never heard it before. Find the who that knows, that knows the how. how. That that's awesome, man. That's awesome, and and doing that, you're right. It can accelerate growth. A lot of people feel like you know I can figure it out on my own, and you absolutely can. But the journey is typically longer if you don't have footsteps to follow in, right? If you don't have someone who's been there, and we're fortunate in that. There's nothing new under the sun. So if we find the guy that's already seen it, it helps us to understand it better. I love that. I really, really love what you said. That's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot a little bit because you also said as a as a um as an entrepreneur, you know, it wasn't about the money or what have you. So I want to ask you this question about success. But before I do, can we just take a brief break? Do you know what it takes to be successful as a business owner? There are five keys that every business owner has to master in order to be successful. How do I know these keys? Well, I used to say that I made them up, but really, I've learned these five keys in two ways. My name is Mark Adams. I'm the owner of Next Level Business Advisors and the host of the podcast, Business Stories of Success. In the podcast, we discuss success with business owners from around the world. We talk about what it means to them, how they achieve it, and the single biggest quality or personality trait that's needed in order to be successful. As a profitability and growth business advisor, I work with business owners around the country to help them increase profit and or accelerate growth. Now I say or because some business owners aren't properly positioned to accelerate growth. In those cases, we actually focus on honing in on profitability. If you are a business owner, and you're excited about improving your profit or accelerating your growth, feel free to download my free ebook, Mastering the Five Keys to Make Your Business Successful. It's found at my website, nlbusinessadvisors.com 
forward slash five keys. That's the number five keys. You can also subscribe to my podcast, Business Stories of Success. And if you're really ready to start accelerating your growth, feel free to schedule your free discovery call. We'll talk about where you are today, what your goals are, your challenges, your obstacles, and I can help you to hurdle some of the hurdles to your own business success. Join me at Next Level Business Advisors and schedule your appointment today. Okay, we're back. (laughs) So let me ask you that question. How do you define success? I define success as, you know, being able to do what you want with your life when you'd like to do it. If that's through having a certain amount of wealth, if that's through just your time, if that's just your happiness, success to me is not a number. I think success really comes from being internally happy. Um, And if you're internally happy, you're able to define success a lot easier for yourself because if you do things for money, you'll never find happiness because essentially you'll get to that point where you make that money and you still have that empty void in your body or your, you know, in your heart, whatever you want to call it. And really, so the people that focus on money for success, nine times out of 10, they're miserable. You know, they don't really find fulfillment. They don't find happiness. And so what I've learned is, you know, success to me is like being able to do the things that I love, enjoying time with my family, being able to go to Disney with my kid when I want to, enjoying years zero through four with him, um, because those are the most precious years for, for a child, in my opinion. And if, if you do everything accordingly, like you make those lifelong memories in the back of that child's mind that are like 100% will always in the back of his head know like, hey, my dad is this, my dad is that. Um, and and he'll like constantly love you. And so for me, it's really about my family, um, and being able to give them, uh, what they want when they need. And essentially also, you know, creating a a human that's not a jerk, uh, incompetent, (laughs) uh, raising a, you know, raising a young, you know, raising a beautiful baby boy to be an, an amazing individual society like that, that to me is successful. And then be able just really being essentially, um, the roadmap to him being successful, you know, cause monkey like see that. monkey do. I like that. I like that. I love what you said there. Uh, being successful, being able to do what you want to do and finding that inner happiness. And so you're using the business and maybe I shouldn't speak without out of term, but you're using the business to help you gain success in your personal life, in your personal space. And that's an amazing thing. So do you consider yourself successful? There's days I feel like that's a that's a hard question for anybody because I feel like everybody would say they they feel like in the back from the outside perspective they look successful, right? They might look, they might portray it, they might everything, but internally they might not feel successful. And there's days where I battle with that, and that's just simply, you know, the the entrepreneur in you, you know, like, yeah, I'm I'm sat I'm humble what I got, but I'm not satisfied. I want more, right? And mm-hmm. so that's the that's the game that I constantly play with. And, it, and I refer that back to mindset because you got to have a very strong mindset to understand like this is going to be a battle. There's going to be ups and downs. It's going to be a wave. It's going to go, you know, one day is going to be really good. One day is going to be really bad. There's going to be days where you don't have sales. There's going to be days where you have record breaking months. And the next month it's like, you know, whatever. But, but it goes back to, you know, just essentially like as long as your internal is is a well state of being, a well state of mind, the external will reflect that and like things will come to you. But like, if you're in a bad state of mind, for instance, you think you're going to make a sale? Do you think you're going to attract customers? Do you think anybody's going to want to talk to you? They're going to be able to feel that energy, you know? And so I do everything with high energy and high outcomes because 
nobody wants to talk to a grump. Nobody wants to talk to a mope and nobody wants to like, Hey, this is what I do. Da, da, da. Like, do you think I'm going to make a sale? No. Like I want to be enthusiastic. I want to be happy with what I do. And, and that's essentially what I refer back to. And that's, that's the way I look at it. Nice. Nice. And you're right. Mindset does tie so much into success, right? If you, if you start with the mindset that you're going to do well, then you probably do well but you also made a point about you know that that this it's not like um i want to say linear that might be the wrong term it's not just like an ascension i made success on july 5th 2018 and i've been successful ever since nope <laughs> you know july 7th man i felt like dirt and then july 9th i went and so it's 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 definitely something that you're finding as you go i always say you know success is a journey right and and so i'm enjoying the journey realizing that i'm not always going to feel successful but i am successful right i have some plateau i have a baseline of success and now i'm you know trying to build on it or what have you so let me ask you this what what do you do and you touched on it a little bit but like to make your journey your personal journey your business journey uh, a a, con a continual ascension as much as possible as opposed to you know descending what are some of the things you mentioned like mindset but other things that you do that helps so, you to stay successful yeah so other things as far as the help me stay successful not from a mindset point of view but from like a business we have kpi so key performance indicators we're always tracking things we're always trying to actually um we have like a tracker in a sense in our back end that we actually can put like a revenue number that we want to hit for the month and then it'll spit out on our excel sheet essentially like this is how many people you need to talk to. This is how many book calls you need to do. This is how many offers. And then it gives you a rough outline as far as like, if this is what we want to meet this month, this is how many people and how many appointments we need to set up to potentially get to where we want to be. And so that essentially helps us eliminate that guessing factor um, mm -hmm. as far as like what we need to do to get to where we want to be for that month's revenue. But also, um, you know, just constantly being, being consistent in what we do. So constantly posting, Constantly, you know, trying to drive traffic to the website, educating, uh, going into Facebook groups, building community, building trust, um, and really just helping people, not trying to just go after money, you know, like actually be able to help these individuals and change, help change their lives and, and get them to feel, um, you know, like their product is actually worthy. Because sometimes like, yeah, like I have a product that is, is very unique, but it's also very difficult to sell. Right. And I have right. to, I have to not speak so much about value, but I have to actually speak on your pain points and how I can help your pain points and how I can make it more efficient and lucrative for you versus talking about like, this is what we do. And this is, this is like so great about it. Cause like, that's great, but they, they, they don't, they're not what asking for me. What, yeah. what's in it for me with them. What's in it for me with Correct. them. Correct. Right? Yeah, exactly. And so if you're able to do that, it makes it makes it go, it makes it like, it makes it to the point where you're not really selling anymore. It's more of a conversation right. and it's right. almost like, here's my credit card versus right. like, uh, can, can I get the payment? Like they're yes. already in it because they understand it and they've done their homework and they've been able to see everything that you sent them prior to getting on that call. You know, that's why I touch base on like, do you have a visual sales letter? Because that visual sales letter essentially is really giving them the information that they want to know so that when you hop on that call, you're not really wasting time, you know, like you're just getting into it. You're learning about them. You're learning about what, what they're currently, you know, experiencing their pain points, uh, what has worked for them, what has not worked for them. And it, and it goes from just like, 
going into a pitch to just really like, okay, now we're just like onboarding, you know, and, and for us right. to start, we just need a payment. Right. Right. I love that. And you, 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 you know, it almost sounds like you've taken a, well, you're in marketing to begin with, but it's like, I've taken a lot of, and I'm still not good at it, like classes or training on how to sell. It's just not my thing, but they all say the same thing. You don't start off by talking about what you do. Or you might give a little brief blur, but no, it's not what I do, what I do, what I do. It's like, what do you need? And if I think I can help you with what I do, then I'll tell you how I can. And if you just go in it with that mindset, you're right. A lot of times it's like, hey, so, you know, and I've had one lady, she told me, you know, I mean, I hear everything you're saying, but like, when can we get started? That's a beautiful sound. I just had it last week and you're like, uh, uh, like it almost throws you off because you're not. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I well, like- I, well, I don't know what I don't know where to start. Uh, 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 maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, uh, it's a- I wasn't expecting that answer. Um, OK, exactly. uh, let, exactly. let's start, Um, you know, like Monday, whatever it might be. But but it yeah, almost throws it you off. off. Now. Yeah, it almost it, throws it you can. off because you're like, oh, wow, I don't I don't have to, like, get the payment out of you. It's like here. Ready to go. <laughs> and that's when you figured it out when you when you when you've really gotten things well. So I love what you said. In order to be, and I'm going to encapsulate just a little bit because, you know, we, you're gregarious and I'm gregarious. I can tell we we like to talk, which is awesome. But I want our listeners to key in on a few things. Um, Hardpoint Media has success because of a few things, but a couple of things that are really really powerful for them is that they have a standard operating procedure, which allows them to scale. They focus on KPIs, which are key performance indicators, which are measurables, right? If you can measure something, then you can track it. And if you can track it, then you can improve it and modify it. And uh, you also talked about the mindset of helping others. It's not about trying to get a check. It's about helping others. So if you're in business and you're trying to follow this model of being successful, focus on how you can help others and then measure how you can help others. And then standardize how you can help others. And it sounds like you're on the way to success. Did I get that right in encapsulating? Yeah, you pretty much did. You summed it up in as far as what we essentially do and how we do it, our process and and what we strive to do. And and like I said, sometimes I get I get people that come to me all the time and ask me, you know, if I can help them, et cetera. And and not everyone I can help, but I will always do whatever I can to point you in the right, right direction. Exactly right. You know what I'm saying? Because if you do if you do something without trying to receive something, the universe will spit it back to you 10 X fold. That's just what I believe. That's what I've seen with my own eyes. And if you have that mindset and if you just have that willingness to like want to give, you'll receive a lot more. Yes. That's right. The more you give, the more you receive. That's kind of how it works. So it's about being selfless, not selfish and being selfless. Sometimes you get rewards out of it. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, and it's one that we haven't chatted about, but what's one big mistake you've made in your business journey that you'd like to share? So I would say our biggest mistake was not incorporating SOPs earlier um, because mm-hmm. we weren't, we got so like, let's take it back a year, right? So we started this whole journey a year ago and our prices and obviously everything was a lot different back then. You know, we were just trying to fine tune this process. We weren't really, right. we didn't really know what we were selling or what we were doing. Like in a sense, we mm-hmm. knew we had a product, but we just didn't know what it was, like how to get it to the actual people's eyes, et cetera. And so our biggest mistake was honestly not creating an SOP because we got to the point where we, people really, in, really wanted what we wanted. Like we had like six, seven clients at one point last year all in one month, which 
when there's like a team of four or five individuals, six, seven clients, there's a lot of people creating content. That's a lot of hustle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot. And so what ended up happening was a lot of it ended up, we ended up losing a lot of the clients because we, we came into burnout. You know, we didn't have systems. We didn't have procedures. We didn't have, um, operating procedures when it came to our editing, you know, now we have like literally a strict flow. This is the font. This is the size. This is the placement. This is where it Whoa. needs to go. This is the motion graphics. Here are all the PNGs. Here are all the sound effects. You know, like everything is all combined now so that when you're in that back end and you're editing, it's not like drag and drop, drag and drop. It's like, it's almost like click, doom, click, done, click, done, click, done. And so it speeds up the flow. And so when you're starting off as editing, I tell a lot of people, um, don't focus on trying to get really good at editing, right? Like for my creatives, I tell them, focus on your shortcuts because your shortcuts are going to speed you up. So like if your command Z is to go back and you don't know that you're clicking the back button, you're physically moving the mouse to the back button instead of just control Z and like you work efficiency. And so if you were to see me in the back end editing, I look like a maniac. I look like Edward Scissorhands, like I don't really touch the mouse but everything is just like getting put on the timeline. And so that what that skill set allowed me to become quicker, right? But without the procedures, you could be fast, but you're still slow because there's so many exactly. things that are involved in so many components. And so when you have the procedure, you're fast and you're quick because now everything is literally in order. You know exactly where everything is. And the onboarding, like let's say if we were to scale again, the way we're scaling, the onboarding is a lot easier because like you said before, it's your playbook. They know exactly what you're looking for, exactly what needs to be done, where the placements are, the colors, the fonts, everything, Love right? It. It's almost Love like it. a branding. It. It's almost like a Bible, uh, a branding Bible. I love it. I love it, man. So again, single biggest mistake, no SOP. You really are selling this really hard. Like I'm going to have to take these snippets. And when I'm speaking to my clients and the thing about this with an SOP, it is an upfront investment. Right. You have to sit down literally and think about what you've done and then stand it and then prepare it so that it can be easily understood by others. Right. Not because when you do it, like you just say, you threw out control Z. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, same thing. I know it. I know exactly what it is. And I'm a big proponent of keyboards as opposed to um, mouse, mouse strokes. Right. Because I used to be a word processor and I used to be programming. And if your fingers don't have to leave the keyboard, you move a lot more effectively efficiently yeah. faster but that is not necessarily a, a procedure that someone would standardize but now if you can train or if your people to do it you will gather speed and make yourself more scalable so i love that and the fact that you said that that was a mistake i should have did it sooner is powerful because you do it sooner then obviously you can scale faster cool 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 so let me ask you this and you you touched on it already but just briefly how have mentors or coaches contributed to your success? How have they? Yeah. So they've honestly, like it goes back to what I said, find the who that knows the how, right? And so we have a product that is very unique. And what we were doing and our biggest mistake, honestly, up until recently was we were selling too much on what we did and not the value, right? And so by able to, by able to literally get a mentor and have someone that has already done this and get to the level that we're trying to get to, you know, like, the mastermind behind that, like just the brainstorming alone, we had so many just like wow moments. It was like unbelievable. Right. And like, it goes back to like, you pay for what you get and yeah, mentors are expensive, but essentially they really are 
that component to get you to like, whereas everybody else is trying to ride that linear, you know, like slow growth. Like it just gets to the point where like, for me, for instance, right? Like I have a family, I'm 29 years old. I have like real life bills, real life things. Like I don't have the opportunity to try to kind of figure it out anymore. I need to just get there because essentially I already know the back end of the system because I've done it for so long and I've done it for many individuals. Like I know what needs to get done to get there. I just have more of a, uh, you know, more of a problem of like, how do we sell this like high ticket offer? Because it is a high ticket offer, you know, and it's, it's a lot difficult. It's a lot scarier to say a number to an individual versus like a low ticket offer. But when you look at high ticket versus low ticket, right? Like high ticket offer, people want results. That's what they really pay for. They want the result. They don't, they don't want to learn the, the nitty gritty, the how, et cetera. They just want to see the results. You know, they believe yep. in you. They have hundred percent faith in you so that they know that you're going to get the outcome that you're looking for. Now, when you look, when you look at a low ticket, that low ticket person is going to always want your attention. It's going to become a headache and they pay. It's a low ticket offer. You know, you're not making a lot of money. Right. And so if you look at both comparisons, nine times out of 10, most people will be stuck up on the low ticket offer because they need cash flow. But if you spent, for instance, like, let's say you want to get to 15 K that month, it's a lot harder to get to 15 K on a low ticket offer. <laughs> than just getting one person to pay you the 15k that's right you might have a lot more no's but the one yes will is covers will, it all yeah we'll cover the rest covers it all awesome and mentors helped you to understand that concept honestly yeah because um without that concept you know like i'm still thinking of like like i have my mindset is not in the a seven-figure mindset you know like seven-figure individual entrepreneurs uh, coaches, whatever you want to call them, business owners, like they're not thinking of a low ticket offer. Low ticket offer is really a, a lead gen for them. You know, That's it's a it. lead magnet so that they can then sell you on the back end for the for the bigger course or the bigger program, whatever it might be. That's it. I like it. I like it. And, and you know what? I Same with me. I, I'm a coach. I'm a business advisor. But coaches have coaches. And one of my coaches really helped me to understand the importance of not just underselling. Don't negotiate against myself. Don't feel scared. If I have real value and it's worth it, then someone will pay for it. And it does change the way you do business. It allows you to not worry about getting 45 coaching clients. I can actually talk to people like you and do a podcast because I have the time because I can have a limited amount of clients with the right amount of money coming in and I can pursue passion projects and help others like this with talking to people like you. And I tell you, you've given us tremendous value in this interview. I'm going to ask you one final question if you don't mind. All right. What do you think is the single most important quality needed to be a successful business owner? Go back to your mindset. Everything is mindset for me. If you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to get where you want to be. You literally have to know that's going to be good days are going to be bad days. And not only that, like your spouse or your individual, if you have a spouse, like just know that they're going to have a lot of fear too, you know, and you got to be able to manage that. So for instance, like my wife, you know, she's a nurse, but like she gets a a, a severe amount of anxiety, like not knowing where our next cash flow is going to come from, et cetera. (coughs) Excuse me. But, um, you know, it goes back to like being able to like, just reassure her that everything's going to be okay and not allowing that anxiety to like mess with your mindset. Because then if you're not thinking properly or strategically, it's very difficult for you to proceed or move forward. Right. And so I think just knowing that if you're going to do something on your own or go out and try to do something, just have that faith in yourself and have that belief that, you know, 
you're going to be successful in what you do, no matter what the outcome or whatever is currently stopping you in your roadblocks today. Like you have to overcome that and you still have to think of the end goal. Sometimes my wife calls me tunnel vision. It's not that I'm tunnel vision. It's just like, I know my end destination and nothing's going to stop me from getting there. Love it. I love it, man. That's, that's a perfect way to end this conversation. Nothing's going to stop me from getting there. I tell you, this has been really, really exciting. You've given us a lot to think about, a lot to to look at introspectively in our own businesses to make sure that we're on that successful journey. So, man, thank you so much for your time, brother. Appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Look forward to continuing to see your journey to success. Of course. Likewise. Did you like that interview? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Business SOS. And please drop a comment, like us, and share. If you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at businesssospodcast.com. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.